Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Hello, Sheer. What are you laughing at? Uh, just you. Just the people. All right. Yeah. All right. We got, a lot, we got a lot to get to this show. We are going to talk about um, we're going to talk about uh, Desiree Reed Francois meets the media, meets Bruce Pascoe, our original, our, our initial thoughts about it, uh, Brian Jeffries, all kinds of good things. But first, it was all kinds of fun before the uh, uh before the presser even started. So I was talking with Brian Jeffries. We were talking about good uh, seafood places to eat in um, uh, Las Vegas. Bruce Pascoe comes in and Bruce Pascoe, I said, Bruce, come over and sit with us. Bruce Pascoe went in the exact opposite direction. <laughs> Jason, sure, this is true. He did the whole looking like, oh, who's that calling me? And then went across the room. We were all dying. And he played dumb afterwards. But we... We caught on to Bruce. He can't fool us. Bruce was one thousand percent looking to. Uh, Bruce was one thousand percent looking to uh, avoid me, but that's all right. Uh, we will get. We will get back to Bruce at some point. Um, but all right. Here's my thoughts from this presser. This thing came down to financials. Um, that was brought up time and time again, sometimes by Bruce. But this is really what it came down to. They highlighted a. Uh, they highlighted a lot of different times where um, errors are. You know about what uh, Reed Francois. Um, Track record was at Missouri, you know, getting them into good financial situation, getting a $62 million uh, donation at Missouri. Um, that was what they absolutely wanted to highlight time and time and time again, Sure. Yeah, it was it was very clearly financial. And I mean, look, it, Robin's opening statement was like two sentences. And then he's like, look, we're going to attack the financial issues head on. And. Um, you know, a lot of it was about relationships once you started getting into it, but it, it was very clear why Robbins hired Reed Francois modernization, financials. They hit they hit all the talking points today. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's honestly, that's I think what this comes down to. Um, and she talked about like uh, said a lot of her history. It is she clearly has a uh, she clearly has a connection with the University of Arizona, which I thought was uh, fascinating as well. She they obviously played that one up. Remembered winning the national championship. Talked a little bit about her brother as well. Uh, talked about interning at KTUC as well. But um, listen, I mean this this came down to I think that this was and this is just a this is just a guess. But I'm thinking it looks to me like a situation where somebody wanted to get out of Missouri and they had a very good opportunity here at the University of Arizona. I think, you know, it, it's one of those things where everything kind of just lines up. Right. She probably was looking 
wasn't happiest at Missouri because of a few things, and, and maybe there is some tension there. All of a sudden, Arizona comes up. She has a connection. I mean, she must have mentioned the, the dean of the law school 20 times today, right? Mm-hmm. Invited her to the presser, brought up many memories, Well, you know, was here for law school and all that, brought up Lute Olson, shouted out other coaches that she knew. Uh, it, it was just – it was a perfect timing of events, and it, it worked out well for Arizona. She's also in a unique spot as well where she can um, where she's also in a unique spot as well um, where she can um, basically not have to hire really any coaches. I mean, again, revenue sports coaches. We'll put it to you like that. We'll get to the other ones. But Tommy Lloyd, we're going to talk about Tommy Lloyd here in a minute. Tommy Lloyd was obviously locked up long term. He's not going anywhere. Brent Brennan's not going anywhere. I mean, I you know, a lot of people talk about baseball and softball. Those could probably be some hires. Um who knows what the deal with women's basketball is, but those are the kind of hires you're looking at. The two main revenue sports are pretty much spoken for. ADs lose jobs because of money or because they don't make the right hires in football and basketball. ADs yep. do not lose jobs because of Olympic sports. They just right. don't. And the fact that she doesn't have to make a hire in a major sport for years to come is probably a very appealing to her and is very good in terms of what she's going to focus on and be able to fix the wrongs of the athletic department and financials and all that. And yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some coaching changes. You know, I'm not, I don't know if anything's imminent. Well, I can tell you that nothing's imminent, but um, you know, it, it's not going to be in football or basketball, and, and that's a very big deal. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about football and basketball. Missouri this year is not good in basketball. Last year they were good. They had a full senior laden roster. I get all that. Uh, Missouri football is obviously good. She didn't make the hire, but I will say this when it comes to athletic department uh, decisions, uh, uh, TJ Olselberger, I know that I'm probably met, met, uh, screwing that name up, was a very good hire at UNLV and is doing very good work at Iowa State as well, Jason Sure. Yeah. She's made some nice hires. She, I mean, she, she really has, you know, she, and, 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 you know, the, the Sanchez hire uh, or Roy, I think she hired Roy. I don't remember. There's Sanchez or Roy at UNLV didn't work out very well, obviously, but um, at Missouri, I, I, I don't think Dennis Gates was a bad hire. Like, right. you, you know, they, they're just having an, a kind of an off year. Uh, the Olympic sports are, are very good. She was able to extend Drinkwitz and, and, you know, even, and, and if you want to look at Olympic sports, she shouted it out today. She hired Christy Fox who played softball at Arizona. So she right. sat out Kendrea today. Uh, she's doing awesome at, at UNLV and, and she was hired by Desiree and um, you know, the, the women's basketball coach at UNLV is, is awesome. Another hire. So she, she knows what she's doing. All right. Now uh, Gilbert Arona says, uh, did Desiree have a hand in the extension with uh, Tommy or did Kendrea get that done? No, that was all Bobby Robbins. 1000% Bobby Robbins. Somebody posted this on your board a while or, this is vintage Bobby Robbins. Um, you know, again, I'm not even really putting him down because he likes sports. It makes my life easier. But he wanted full credit for this. He got full credit for this. Yeah, and it was boosters, obviously. But no, Kendra had nothing to do with it. Uh, you don't you don't even really let an interim AD do that type of stuff. This was probably in negotiations for weeks. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we found out that, you know, it was started when, you know, the initial discussions when Dave was here or whatever. But uh yeah, I, I mean, it's a situation where it was going to get done and it was just a matter of who did it. I, I never said she was at Iowa State. I, said, I got your back, Mike. Yeah, I said the guy that she hired at UNLV did a very good job and is now at Ohio or Iowa State. I was right about that. I will make no apologies. I did not misspeak. 
There will be no my bad movement here. Mike apologizes to no man. I apologize to no man, and I was not mis- I, uh So, anyway, blah, 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 blah. um, yes, we're going to get into some transfer portal stuff, obviously, but you guys got to remember, the portal isn't closed for players that are in. They can essentially leave whenever, which is still kind of a... Um, still kind of a weird thing to me that I don't quite understand, but that's neither here nor there. Um, now with, uh, um, the, we, we got to talk about the donations in the NIL and all of that stuff. She modernized, uh, she modernized the NIL in a big way at Missouri. We talked about that a little bit yesterday about how you can essentially sign and then you're, uh, you're good for, uh, you're good for NIL, but she also, um, She's a good fundraiser. Like I said, $62 million is a lot. And somebody asked, is Bruce, could Bruce donate the 62? I don't believe that Bruce uh, um, could uh, do that. But um, yeah, no, she's she's obviously good at raising money. Uh, pocket change for Bruce. Yes. Bass. yes. Yeah. I mean, look, it, and it, it's very clear. Like she, uh, she made her pitch very clear that basically it's about building relationships and then you go to them and you say, like, what do you what do you need? What do you want? What do we need? Like, where is your passion? So if there's a booster who loves tennis, you're not going to ask that booster for football money. You're going to say, OK, let's upgrade the tennis facilities. And you got to find what they're passionate about. And um, she was very good. You know, something I noticed is she was very good after every question she she was asked. She said, thank you very much. Right. Uh, then she said I, if she didn't get the name. She goes, OK, what is your name? And. She was shaking everyone's hand and she was pointing people. She, You could tell that she's going to be very good in these environments where she has to speak and raise money. Right. All right. Now, Jervis Williams, the great Jervis Williams. We are friends with Bruce. We like Bruce a great deal. If we didn't like Bruce, we wouldn't talk about Bruce. We like Bruce a lot. I always seek Bruce out to hang out with him. We are good friends of Bruce Pascoe. Bruce Pascoe would admit this as well, I believe. Anyways. Yeah, Bruce for life. What kind of question yeah. is that? All right. Yeah, we back the Bruce. Um, Robert the Bruce. Um, now, uh, so the donations, that's obviously going to be a big, big part of what uh, what uh, what's going to go down here. Dave, I was asked right here about uh, Dave Hickey. Um, Hickey was, uh, did Hickey get fired because Jed left? No, I'm just going to say what essentially I believe happened is that um, uh, Bobby Robbins had to have some fall people. Dave Hickey was a fall person. Um, you look around uh, Arizona basketball and football is killing it right now. Uh, Dave Hickey was there for that. Uh, the entire university is in a financial crunch. And um, Bobby Robbins had to be able to say, you know, had to be able to get some people out of there. And that's where uh, that's where it comes down to. That's my opinion. What's the use here? Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a situation where in a way – I'm not saying it's good that Dave lost his job, but in a way it's good that he probably got out. Like he got out fine. Right. right? Like, like I think it, most people know what happened. Right. And I think his, his, he's going to be just fine. Like if he wants to take a break, if he wants to retire, I don't think his legacy is going to be some crapped on legacy. Uh, it, it is what it is. And, um, you know, Erica Barnes was at the presser. We're going to get to that in just a second. But first, the BetMGM Sportsbook app. All the cool people with their time off, they go to the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app. For at least $5, you will receive 150 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for details. We're going to have a BetMGM parlay pick on the other side. But here, let's hear from from a Damon with a disclaimer. 
Promo code 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877 8 hope or text hope 467 Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-91-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. All right, now it's time for the BetMGM Parlay Pick, which you guys are all here for. Let's be honest here. You're not here to hear us talk. You want our betting advice. I am picking Arizona to uh, uh, I am picking Arizona to cover against Washington State and Washington this week. I know Washington State is very good, but that's where I'm going with it, Sheer. I'm really curious what the spread is going to be. I think it's going to be more than people think. Like I think Arizona is going to be favored by like 11. Yeah, I do too. Uh, but you know what? That's going to be my parlay pick. What say you, Jason Sheer? Yeah, I think Arizona is going to dominate this week. I think yeah. this is a this is a message type of week. I think they kicked the crap out of Washington State, and I, I just don't think Washington's very good. I'm with you, Mike. All right, you're back in the A. All right, now uh, Erica Barnes. Uh, Erica Barnes was there. Um, I have no idea, you know, what exactly the future holds for Erica Barnes. Um, I don't think anybody quite knows. I do, like I said, I don't know that this was. Uh, how do I put this? Um, talking with people, I think that uh, I think. Everybody was a little bit blindsided by uh, bl- uh, blindsided by the pick of uh, Reed Francois. Not saying that's a bad thing, but I don't know that this was done with the uh, <laughs> the full understanding and appreciation, maybe of all sides. How about that, Jason? Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I my gut tells me, <laughs> my gut tells me that Erica stays. I think she's loyal to Arizona, but I think at the same time, whether it was on purpose or accident or whatever. Um, there were people that felt that Erica was very much in the running up until the point where they literally found out that Desiree was the AD. And I don't blame Desiree for that. I don't, I don't blame Robbins for that. Maybe the communication was there. Maybe, you know, there was reasoning behind it, but um, I think there's probably a group of people that are disappointed that it's not Erica. And uh, I'm sure that, that, you know, DRF is is smart enough to reach out. Are we out. calling her DRF? I've seen you tweeting that. Are we calling her DRF? Well, I don't want to call her Desiree. That's a first name, you know, but I did call Dave, Dave. I don't you know. always called Sean, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Reed know. I'm very respectful. Yeah. DRF is good. All right. DRF. It's like Demetrius uh, Flanagan Fowles. We got DFF yeah. and we got DRF. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I she's smart enough where she's going to go talk to Erica. She hasn't already. And she's going to talk to the boosters that like her and all that. And, and I think they'll be fine. Yeah, we'll find out about the uh, we'll find out about the big uh, uh, donors, obviously. But you got to say that Arizona is probably back in good standing. Here's what I will say this year. Uh, a month ago, things did not look very good. Arizona uh, football lost its coach. You had everybody mocking Arizona about the budget shortfall. You had uh, people saying, well, is Tommy Lloyd. Are they going to be able to afford an extension? All the donors are out. Fast forward a month. And you've obviously got Brent Brennan in. Tommy Lloyd has signed an extension. You got a new AD in here that took less money to come from Missouri. Arizona, Arizona kind of landed on its feet right here. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, the, obviously, the the death of Arizona athletics uh, was a little premature, right? Like, it, right. it's and shout out to the donors, man. Like the donors, it sounded like are paying Desiree's full contract or the buyout at least, and all that. Yeah, they clearly paid Tommy Lloyd's contract. Uh, they're still donating. Robbins has that. I don't know what it's called. What is it called? The oh, big the, capital um, campaign they're doing. Yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, wonder the wonder campaign, $2.2 billion, right? So it's like, uh, yeah, the Arizona donors have, have stepped up in a very big way.
Money is not an money is not a problem. Uh, it appears when it comes to this. Also, I thought I thought uh, I saw I saw something that I thought was interesting. Every now and then, I'll get a little bit of a nugget. I knew exactly, and Sheer can vouch for this. I knew exactly what the contract proposal for Jed Fish was to a T, literally down to the hundred thousand mark. I knew exactly what it was. Guess what? Tommy Lloyd's contract is literally identical to it. Don't think I didn't notice that, Jason Shear, when they announced those terms. Yeah, that was funny. You pointed that out to me right away. Uh, it, it, it really, the whole way it played out was was funny uh, as well. And the stuff that Jed said couldn't get done in the ways that it got done was exactly the way that this played out. So yeah. I don't and know. It was down I, I get we're, it's all talking about Jed, but man, it's just like everything that dude said was such a lie. It's like, let's just move on from him. It was it's down just, to five, from the five, uh, like I said, from the uh, from the uh, the boost to a little bit over six. It was just interesting. Like I said, um, I thought that was uh, very fascinating because that was what Tommy Lloyd signed was exactly what was basically offered. OK, now let's talk a little bit about uh, Tommy Lloyd. Uh, this is this is obviously big. We talked about this yesterday, but Tommy Lloyd being back, Tommy Lloyd being locked in for the uh, uh for the foreseeable future is huge and he's being paid as such he's not being paid two and a half million dollars he's being paid like one of the top six to seven coaches in the country which is exactly what he is yeah i mean look if you you want to play with the big boys in the big 12 you better start paying coaches right, right. and and you know football is going to be low i think that eventually changes if brandon wins which i think he will uh basketball Arizona basketball, if you want it to be the brand that everyone thinks it is and all that, you got to pay Tommy Lloyd. He is literally one of the most successful coaches ever this early in his career. Pay him. Pay the guy. That's what they did. He wants to be here. He's comfortable in Tucson, and they got it done. And uh, and we got to give him a lot of respect. A lot of uh, respect too. One thing I think about great coaches is that they figure out what exactly they need to do to get better. What they need to do to be able to. Um, how do I put this? Uh, you know, they take inventory of what some of their failures were. Last year's team did not have the uh, anybody that could really make a play off the bounce to end a game. Guess who you'd bring in? Caleb Love. Last year's team also didn't have a ton of really good perimeter defenders. Guess what you do? You bring in Jaden Bradley. Also, didn't have a lot of toughness. Guess what you do? You bring in Keyshaw Johnson. I'm a big fan of coaches that are able to take inventory. He took inventory, Jason Shear. Yeah, it, it was very clear that when you talked to him at the end of last season, he knew exactly what he wanted to do with the roster. Like, he right. knew that Kirk Creesa, that was going to separate. He knew he wanted a guy that could create his own shot when the going got tough. He knew that he wanted toughness and, you know, athleticism. And, and like, like he loved Zoo, but at the same time, you didn't need to replace Zoo scoring. You have Keyshot with the athleticism and defense and all that. He knew exactly what he wanted to do with the roster – uh, and he got it done. And even though Nemhard and we all freaked out over Nemhard, Arizona this, Arizona that, obviously he landed very well, and they're they're better in the situation they are now than had they landed Nemhard, and that shows his ability to kind of pivot as well. Yeah. All right, Tommy Lloyd. There we go. There was our there was our clip. Um, Tommy's the man. All right. Yes, Tommy is the man. All right. Now moving on to uh, moving on to a, we're going to keep talking a little bit of Arizona basketball. Obviously, before we move on, can I just bring something up for my sake? Sure. Of course. Did you see the new ESPN mock draft today? No. All right. Fill it. All right. Like I like I like giving you crap. You can give me crap. Pella, no, it's not really crap. Forty first pick in the draft. Pella Larson to the Knicks. Oh, that. Well, that's also. Let's let's be honest here. 
And we love Tommy Lloyd. We love Tommy Lloyd a great deal. Javoni takes exactly what Tommy Lloyd tells him and just puts it in those articles. Come on. Keyshad was 40th to the Blazers. I don't I I don't I don't see that one. Did he have now, here's a good question for you? And this is tougher than you think. For an NBA team, would you rather have Keyshawn or Pella? Well, I'd rather have Keyshawn than Keyshawn. Um well, yeah. Shot or Pella? Honestly, I, I just don't really see any of these. Uh, oh, no, no, no. You got to pick one to have on your NBA team. Boom. Keyshawn. No, you're wrong. Keyshawn. <laughs> I've never seen a I've never seen a perimeter player in the NBA that can't dribble in college. That's all. dribbling lately. Dunking in the lane. Yeah, but dude, uh, like I said, if he dribbles that thing in, uh, if he dribbles that thing in traffic, that thing is getting stolen from him very quickly. Keyshawn, what's Keyshawn in the NBA? He's a three. Uh, nah, he's a, no, he's undersized four. They're not he's going six, anywhere. Six. What's that? Keyshawn's like six, six, dude. Yeah. So he's, yeah, I, I don't think they're either in the NBA. Yeah, I also, I know. All right. right. Now, listen, you think Pell is going to be, you think Pell is going to be a starter. You've already said that. I think Pell is going to be the greatest Nick of all time. <laughs> Do you think Pell has been to circle K? He's probably there right now. All right. Now check it out. Circle K join inner circle for free by downloading the circle. K. App. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details. Pella Larson, likely part of the inner circle and the Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Pella Larson is very old. Pella Larson can definitely go to the Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Um, oh, I see this. I'm, we're going to get into that uh, Christian uh, Brown. Oh, here we go. You got you got opinions about yeah, that. I do have opinions on this. Yes. Um. Uh, let's see here. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Uh, you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. Check it out. You'll thank me later. They got the cool little blue wave. Um, you can hang out there. Uh, Sheer is probably Sheer. Have you been to the Gila River Resorts and Casinos? Yeah, I have. I have. I might just, just go Wednesday. That? I might go next Wednesday on the way to the ASU game. Just stop right. at Gila. Why not? I don't know why you wouldn't at this point. Let's be honest here. Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Yes, I will continue to eat my words one by one on Pella. Um, I don't uh, even Maddie M. What Mule Bach? What does that guy know? <laughs> um, but uh, I just I don't see it because again, Brown and is it Braun or Brown? I know they call him Brown. It's Brown, believe it or not, it's Christian Brown. But are we calling him that? No, we're calling him Christian Braun, but his name is Christian Brown. Okay. He could dribble again. Like he averages seven points and two rebounds a game. Who? Christian Brown. In the NBA. Pella could average seven points in the NBA. You think Pella can average seven points in the NBA? Everyone could average seven points in the NBA. What is seven points these days? Seven points. So you're calling it. You're saying that Shear is going to – or Shear. You're saying Shear, that – Yes, I am. You're saying that Pella is going to – no, I have no idea. I have no idea what Pella's going to do. All right, I'm just going to say right now: does Pella does Pella average seven points per game in the NBA, just like you said? Uh, no, probably not. Oh, all right. Now, oh, Sheer did get a parking ticket. <laughs> Spears got one too, and it's wild too because you clearly have the media badge put right on there. They give it to us all the time, and then all you do is you go online and you send them your parking permit and everything. But it's so stupid because our parking permits are right there in our window. You cannot miss it. Yeah, it's real. And Spears, too. Man, maybe that was Mick Cronin that put it on there for Spears. That's a good point. We're going to start We thought about this. No, we're going to start it. All right. Boswell, number 52 in the NBA mock drafts. Oh, what say you about that, Jason Shear? Can we see Kylan Boswell in the NBA? Uh, No. 
I think all these guys should come back next year. Except, oh, dude, can you imagine if Caleb Love came back? He, him too. He should come back too. He needs to learn how to, uh, I don't know. I got nothing. Oh, oh Ad- Adama Ball. We got to talk about Adama Ball. Generally, well, when got, listen, Adama Ball is going to play in the NBA, my friend. Uh, uh, he is. He's showing up. You like sat and watched him. What? You don't sit and watch it. It's like the other night you texted me you're like, man, St. Mary's is unbelievable. And it's like, you, St. Mary's sucks. That's not what I said. That is crap. That is you not said, what I said. Quote, you said, I want no part of St. Mary's. Yes. St. Mary's hasn't beaten anyone. Literally St. No Mary's one. has exactly the type of teams that we do not play well hey, against. Hey, White guys that run around and shoot open threes. Sure, you know this is true. They have a big pl- – they have a plotting big. Arizona will always do well against teams that have bigs that don't stretch the quarter dribble. St. Mary's bigs don't stretch – like even Princeton, they had a tough time because they had the four guy who who was really difficult to guard. He's in the NBA right now. Dude, I'm looking at – I've been looking at bracketology. A lot of them have uh, Oklahoma as Arizona's 8-9. All right. Either way, Bijan Cortez game. Either way, that's garbage. You know it's garbage. St. Mary's, I don't want to play St. Mary's. You know I'm right. What about Virginia? Oh. That was oh. also uh, an 8 9 matchup I saw. Do you know where Virginia is in Ken Palm? Huh? They shouldn't be in the tournament, dude. They're 65th in Ken Palm. Dude, they shouldn't be allowed to play basketball. They're lower than Oregon in Ken Palm. They shouldn't be allowed to play basketball. I, I bring on Virginia. Any team that tries to beat you by not scoring, I'll take. Yeah, their tempo is three hundred and sixty second. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like I said, that uh, that is that's disgusting. You know what? I've never understood too. I was at a high school basketball game uh, earlier. Uh, actually, it was like it was like eight days ago. Here's what I don't understand. I don't understand coaches that literally try not to score. This happens all the time. I was watching a. I'll just say it. I was watching Sal Point. And they're Whoa. holding the ball with like for like three minutes. That dude, nobody's getting any better by that. And the same thing with Dick Bennett. Dick Bennett's team, or uh, Dick Bennett, um, his uh, his father, Dick Bennett, uh, his son Tony Bennett. Same thing. When you try to keep games in the 30s, that's not basketball. No, but that's how you win when you can't recruit athletes. Like that's what they do. That's their system of play. And a lot of teams. It's it's weird. Like, did you watch the game last night at all? I did watch. I watched almost all of it. Terrible. It was terrible. But right. Houston's really good. I still Houston's a team I still want no part of. You know what? You know what? Here's what's di- different to me. I, I had some turd that was uh, te- tweeting at me, asking, "He's like, oh, oh uh, this looks like Big Ten basketball. Totally different because these teams are playing this way. But you can tell just looking at their roster, they're really good. You could wa- tell, watch. You could watch Houston for five seconds and say Houston is really good. I never watch any Big Ten team, I guess, outside of Purdue, and say that team is really good. I'll say this. I, I think the Big 12, like when you watched last night, as bad as it was, the amount of athletes on that court at once yeah, was considerably more than any athletes you're going to get in the Big 10. Yeah, right? that, like, that means the difference. Purdue is the best team in the Big 10, and then you have what? You have Illinois and Michigan State. Right. That's, that's the Big 10. 
Yeah, no, it it, it stinks. We did. I did find a. Uh, I did find a Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten fr- uh, friend that runs a, a, a Jayhawks thing that seems to be pretty. Uh, seems to really hate the Big Ten as much as me. So I will. Uh, I'm going to pursue that. We were talking about a podcast just making fun of the Big Ten. By the way, everybody in these comments, would you be down for a podcast that just makes fun of the Big Ten? Big Ten basketball, that's it. It's totally dedicated to making fun of Big Ten basketball. And maybe we'll make fun of Carlos as well. But By the way, shout out to Joseph because he's probably right, even though he's not saying it. Everyone is all over UConn's jock, so they'll probably lose at Creighton tonight. All right. Now, my guy in here, uh, where is he in here? Uh, Hold on. One of my favorite people on all of Twitter, but he's wrong on something here, and I need to call him out. Um, Where is he? Where is he? I want to give the exact – hold on. Where is he? Um, man, where do you go? All right. Uh, the Gringo Billy, though, is his, is his name. I don't see him on there. Really good guy. I like him a lot. But he's totally wrong on UConn. UConn is awesome. Um, UConn, yeah, UConn's really good. UConn is really, 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 really good. Uh, they, look, uh, they look totally different than pretty much every other team in the country. Uh, what they did to Marquette. Marquette, I believe, is a little bit overrated. But Marquette also doesn't suck. And they made him look like... Uh, um, they made him look bad. Oh, uh, Doc Rivers. What? What? What is the? Uh, hey, Mike. Uh, what did uh, JJ Reddick say about your boy Doc Rivers? What did you say? I have no idea. I don't know. Um, can't believe you wanted the Suns to hire him. Well, hey, man, all these people come in with receipts about Mike Luke. Don't like. Not sure. I, I like pulling the receipts, not vice versa. It's for you, Flag Cat. Um, oh, he said. Uh, he said Doc Rivers is never accountable for anything. He just throws everyone under the bus except for himself. Yeah, that sounds right. I, I, I don't. I have no. I have no argument with that whatsoever. Now, uh, going back to some Arizona basketball, though, um, Washington State. It's interesting. Washington State. I think with uh, that's going to be a good win. Arizona. Not not that Arizona needs these wins per se, but Arizona. That would be a good win for Arizona on their resume because Washington State is clearly a team. Yeah, they, they, it, it's a, it's a big game. It really is. It's it's arguably the biggest game left this year. In terms of you're looking at this time of year to pick up good wins and avoid bad losses. Well, from now on, after this game, I don't want to say any loss would be a bad one, but that's where you're at. Like losing on the road at UCLA wouldn't be a bad loss per se, but um, this is your only chance for probably a good win. Like beating Washington State analytically is a good win. It's not a must win game, obviously. Uh, at this point, but you know, if you want to keep strengthening that hold for a one seed, it's it's up there. Would we? Uh, are we at an uh, interesting point? Um, yes, I agree with that. Um, are we? Is is Wisconsin still rated? Are they still ranked? I don't see why they would it be. Let me see. So they're probably at like six. Let me see, Mike. Take your time. All right, yeah, yeah. Take your time. Oh, Eric Eric Wallace, as a Mizzou fan, can no, they're not. Ranked. They're not. All right. We They're were not. on that one from day one about them being super fake good. Were, fake, were they like four at one point? Uh, six, I think. Yeah. Ugh, gosh, gross. Oh, I know. Hey, by the way, uh, Rudy Martinez. Um, I know. actually know Jeremy Harden. I've uh, played basketball with Jeremy Harden. I've ref Jeremy Harden's basketball games as well, my friend. Uh, maybe he knows me. Maybe he doesn't. Um, now, uh, let's see here. Coming, uh, Doc Rivers has had a weird career. I will say that. Um, what are we talking? Oh, yeah, as a Missouri fan, congratulations. Give us the tea, Eric. What should we expect? What do you think? Uh, just keep it clean. Um, all right, now, uh, Arizona, though, um, teams you want to avoid, 
You know what's wild? You look in the big. I was looking at the Big Twelve, like Kansas, Kansas, and like Ken Palm. Aren't they like twentieth or something? Uh, yeah, they're bad this year. And Ken Palm, they are. You didn't look at Ken Palm. They're seventeenth. Yeah, well, of course I looked at him because I was only three off. Well, I think I told you though. Hmm. Actually, I think you did. Maybe I'm just taking credit for something that I shouldn't have. You don't um, look at, I look at Ken Palm every day. You don't look at Ken Palm. Yeah, I don't know, because I also go by the eye test. Way too many people don't go by the eye test. I go by the eye test, my the, friend. The Ken Palm's accurate. It's got Houston 1, UConn 2, Purdue 3. Houston 1, UConn 2. Dude, so we're awful. both... We're both taking UConn over Houston. Yeah, but having Houston number one isn't like asinine or anything. They're 23 and three in the Big 12. All right. Do you think, though, that Ken Palm has been to Illegal Pete's? Oh, every day, I assume. All right. Yeah, check it out. Take advantage of Illegal Pete's weekly deals. Kick the Monday Blues with $3 margaritas all day long or ease your way back into the week with $2 tacos every Tuesday. Do you work in healthcare education? Take your team to lunch at Illegal Pete's every Tuesday and enjoy buy one, get one free entrees. Very nice. And don't forget to unwind after a long day at their happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer, and Arizona Lottery. Now, do you think that uh, Desiree Reed Francois is going to get into the uh, – Arizona lottery. I, I, from what I understand, that was the first thing she did once she got off the plane was buy an Arizona lottery ticket. I mean, I don't blame her. Now the Arizona lottery is not just about playing games and winning prizes. It's also about giving back to the state and the communities. Visit azadventure.com for more information on how you can take it, uh, an adventure for a chance to win 1 million in cash prizes and Arizona travel prizes. My friend, maybe hang out with Jason Shear. All right. Um, Sheer, let's talk about the Arizona football commit. Is he any good? That's a good question. I have no clue. Who? The Arizona football commit. Uh, yeah. They, uh, Huffman was telling me they raised – so he went from an 82 to an 87 his senior year. Uh, okay. That would make him basically the quality uh, – he's basically rated the same as Stacey Bay. Okay, and I like Stacey Bay. Right. So it's – yeah, I like him a lot. Uh yeah, he's good. He's going to – I think he'll play as a freshman, to be honest. All right, let's see here. The Charming Billy. It's. I'm guessing it's right in the middle. Um, yes, uh, let's see here. Uh, Arizona's NIL. That is a good question. I actually don't know that. Um, where? What rank is Arizona's NIL? Are we upper? Are there any inroads being made with the Arizona billionaire alumni? Now, you guys do need to understand a couple things about some of these billionaire alumni. Um, I always get people that say that um, – they're like, oh, well, you know, why don't you just go get uh, Moreno? Moreno doesn't give any money. Sarver doesn't give any money. Uh, that's just the way it is. They don't give any money, period. You got to find it from other people because those guys don't give any money. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the AD. Like, that is, it doesn't matter who uh, who Arizona hires to be AD. They, they haven't been able to get in there. They have They have no desire to get in there. That's it. Right. I mean, that. so, you know, you can't you can lead the horse to water. You can't necessarily force the horse to drink. Um, Look at that. All right. Now, I'm super excited. Now, listen here. He said he's been right. Neil. Very very good point. Um, All right. Now, the Louisville transfer from TLN, the Louisville transfer. um, Very interesting story. Uh, He has been committed to about 10,000 different places. Jason Shearer, I was ex ex four star kid. Yeah, I don't know the story with him. My guess is he's coming here. I've reached out a couple times. I can't get an answer. Probably no one wants to comment until it's official, official. Uh, he's one of these guys where he was a four-star, very highly rated in high school, hasn't really done anything in college. If you're in Arizona's position with 10 open scholarships, 
it's a no lose situation. You bring him in if he's good, awesome. If not, oh well. Yes. All right. Now uh, back to basketball. Rick uh, Barrons, Arizona is close to being ranked 10 in offense and defense. I'm going to say this, though. I think that Arizona, listen, I think Arizona, and I've said this many times, I think Arizona's got the second best um, uh, uh, best NIL. I think it's got the second highest upside in the country. I don't believe it's a top 10 defense, though. I've seen, I, I, I don't care what the metrics say. I've never watched the Arizona defense and said that's a stifling top 10 defense. They leave too many guys open for shots. I think when they are focused and locked in defensively, they're absolutely a top 10 defense. The problem is you don't know if that's going to happen or not. And when you're a top 10 defense, like I know for a fact, when I watch Houston defensively, they're locked in every night, right? right? They're not having an off night defensively. I think that is where Arizona's defensive struggle comes from. Has Desiree ever been to Circle K? I actually, you know, it's funny. I briefly thought about asking her that when she was shaking her hand after the, I, I wimped out. I didn't do it, but I actually did briefly say that, you know, there is a Circle K right on 6th Street if you, uh, but I don't know her well enough at this point. So wasn't going to really put that one out there. Um, Now let's see here. Rick Barrett's. I agree with this. Our perimeter defense is ass and we don't block any shots, but overall we have a solid defense. How is that possible? You have a you're admitting you have a terrible perimeter defense and you don't block shots, but overall it's good. Arizona's perimeter defense is two hundred and forty nine before last game. First of all, it's two hundred and twenty fourth, and that's three point defense. When you look at their defense overall, the reason they're twelfth, there's I'm gonna, I'm gonna break it down for you. All right, is because they uh, the offensive rebound. I'm sorry, the defensive rebound really really well. Right, they they do not foul. Like teams that play them don't go against the line. They they're 69th in the country in two point percentage. They steal the ball. They're good. They're good defensively. They're fine. They are very bad at three point defense. And that's why those teams worry me. Sheer again. This team's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I am almost every player on this team. Sheer didn't like. I liked. So take your uh, take your uh, issues out on Sheer. But that is my only – that's my main concern, man, is that perimeter defense come March. I don't want to play teams like St. Mary's. You do want to play teams like St. Mary's. Yeah, because you you think St. Mary's shoots threes because they're white. I didn't say that. You're the one injecting race. Mike, I'm going to tell you a stat. You ready for this? Why are they like Mary's, the worst three-point shooting team in the country? St. Mary's is 148th in three-point percentage and 182nd in three-point attempts. What's uh, What's Stanford? Uh, Stanford is someone's calling me like it's very important. Stanford is ninth in the country. In uh, three all four. right, fine, fine, fine. Come on, man. Anyone else you want? Oh, Stanford. hey, we got a super sheer. We got a super snap. All right. Uh, does Dr. Crow know the ASU job is open? Let's make fun of that for a minute. The uh, uh, it is uh, unless they've got. Well, listen, I have an idea about who they're who they're targeting, but you know in his heart of hearts that Michael Crow would like to just keep that job open. Uh yes. I'm not sure if the person you think they're targeting is the person they're targeting. Really? Really? You think I got I some bad, you think I got some bad info, do you? No, I think he's up there. I don't think it's a secret. It's out there. It's the Yukon AD is out there. Mm-hmm. And then I internal is also likely. I guess they're waiting for all the NCAA stuff to clear up. Rudy Martinez. Ooh, this would be. Here's the thing. Now, the the key to my heart, hire Dave as the AD, bring in Muss as the head coach. 
Well, Mike's saying he would root for ASU. At this no, point. no, 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 no. I won't go that far, but I would root for Dave to be successful. Totri knows ASU is a better job, and he'll tell you all about it. No, hey, did I tell you about Totri saying that he'd rather have Jaden Rashada than uh, uh, Noah Fafita? Was Totri the one? Who's the one in uh, Phoenix that told us ASU's wide receivers were as good as Arizona's? Oh, that was our good friend Shane Diefenbach, the great yeah. Shane Diefenbach. We love Shane. Yeah. But, no, in all fairness to Shane, Shane admitted he had never heard of T-Mac. <laughs> we got to give him credit on that. That was, uh, yeah. I Shane's mean, the man. Shane's coming back. Shane's one of my favorite people. There will be no besmirching of Shane Diefenbach on this show. Um, also, the Phoenix Raceway. Sure, you've got kids. Have you taken the? Uh, sh- uh, have you taken them to the Phoenix Raceway? Uh, that's right up high on the list of things I need to do. I, I would assume it is, and if it's not, it should be. Go get your tickets to the Shriners Children's 500 at Phoenix Raceway March 8th to 10th. Promises a weekend of good vibes for the whole family. Get your reserved grandstand tickets now at phoenixraceway.com, my friends. Um, Cruz rushing is the new AD. That's very good. Um, also, uh, the takeover. Uh, Jacob Franklin, if you could pull this up, the uh, takeover. Get your tickets right now. Get your tickets right now. Uh, go into Tempe. There's no ASU fans there anyways. Go in there and become uh, be part of the Arizona takeover at gophnx.com. All right, Dennis Walsh says, I uh, crashed a car at Phoenix Raceway. Seriously. Eh. Wow, that's not good. And... Uh, let's see here. Shane is a good dude. Correct. Uh, correct. Ricky Mart or uh, Rudy Martinez. Excuse me. Jacob Franklin should be the ASU AD. I'm not. I don't know. Do you think Jacob Franklin would take the ASU AD job? I don't think he wants it. Top yeah. three play shooting teams. You want to know? What's that? Huh? Someone that? asked. Someone asked what team. You ready? What's that? Baylor is number one in three point percentage of the country. Hmm. Samford, I'll just tell you tournament teams. How about that? Right. Baylor, Kentucky, Purdue, Northwestern, Colorado, Stanford, Ole Miss. So, no, there's like Northwestern would probably be scary. But the thing with Northwestern is now this goes to the question, Mike. Northwestern is a very good offensive team. They're six in the country in three-point percentage. They don't shoot them a lot, but they when they do, they hit them. They are awful defensively. And rebounding. Hmm. Are you still scared of them? Yeah, I, w- I want that to happen just to watch Bruce. Oh, good point. Like Northwestern, when you look at them, they're kind of eh. Yeah, no, I agree. What about Nebraska? Nebraska, that's the question everybody wants. Chris S., yeah. great question. What about Nebraska? Uh, they're a solid 75th in three-point mm-hmm. shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are not a tournament team right now. Lunardi has them out. Yeah, I know. I know. It, uh, that's hate. They're going to have to make some moves in the big We got we, we can make some moves because we're going to be favored. We, meaning Nebraska, are going to be favored in like four of our next five games. What games are on tonight? What good games are on tonight? I'll, 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 I generally message Sheard about 315 asking yeah. him what good games are on tonight. What good games are on tonight? Uh, tonight is Connecticut Creighton. Oh, Baylor. what time is that game? Oh, we got a lot of games tonight, Mike. Holy what crap. Else we what we else got a got? lot of games tonight, Mike. All right, talk to me. Talk Con- to me. We got Connecticut Creighton. We got, got Baylor BYU. Okay. We got San Diego State, Utah State, which is basically for top of the Mountain West. We got, right. uh, that's it. That's pretty much it. We got oh. Wisconsin. I know you want to watch Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Dennis Walsh. What's that? Connecticut Creighton is the big one. 
Okay. Now, by the way, Dennis Walsh, very good point here. Talking a smack about uh, the great Jacob Franklin would suck as an AD because you have to appear on camera. No, we don't. I don't stand for that. Yeah, I don't know. I, that might go a little too far. That's a little too close to home. But I don't know that it's not a. I don't know that it's not true though either. I'm muting Dennis again. I didn't like that comment about Jacob. No, Dennis Walsh, the great Dennis Walsh. You will not do it. All right. On that note, though, uh, the rest of the week, I had to tell Brian Jeffries he will not be coming on on Friday. I told him I had to move him to next week. Uh, Rhino coming on on Friday. We got post game on Thursday. Sheer, where can they find you causing all your damage? WildcatAuthority.com at Jason Shear on Twitter. The Wildcat Scoop podcast with Shelby. All right. Now, Dennis Walsh, we know it's all in great uh, fun. The great Dennis Walsh. All right. For Jason Shear. I'm Mike Luke, merely Mike Luke, the great Jacob Franklin behind the scenes. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.